for Crown Royal. I had Crown Royal, yeah. Welcome to the According Sources Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Williams. Today, I am joined by Rob. Rob, say hello to you. What's up, people? We were supposed to have Chris, no Chris, no Devin. Chris may jump in later. We're going to get right into this. We have a breaking announcement that the Cavaliers, Pacers, and Jazz are discussing a three-way deal that would land Kyrie in Utah, George Hill and Paul George in Cleveland. This is per Mitch Lawrence. Um, Rob. What do you think about that? Kyrie going out, Paul George coming in. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like it at all because I don't think that offense was their problem. I don't, I don't understand why you need, why you feel the need to replace Kyrie like he was the issue. You know, if anything, you know, figure something out to replace Tristan Thompson. I mean, if if, if you feel like you need to replace somebody to to get the team better, you know, don't take offense off of your team. Don't take a guy that could potentially score 30, 40 points, you know, in the finals, you know, to bring in somebody that couldn't get his team out of the second round. Okay, so hold on. You don't think that adding Paul George kind of um, – it kind of nets against itself? You lose no. Kyrie, you get Paul George. Like, it can't, that cancels each other out. But getting uh, George Hill, it may make it man. Stop. I mean, I, I, I get it. I get it. Paul George can be dope, but I don't. I don't know, man. Something about him, though. I don't. He didn't prove anything to me. Let's. He didn't do himself any favors, in my eyes, this past uh, playoffs. What did What did he do in the playoffs? What was he like? Thirty five, nine, and eight. That, that ain't good enough for you. Nah, but I mean, in in, so in the bigger moments when he had the, the chance to ice games and put stuff away, you know, he was trash. Damn, he's not nice. Okay, I'm mean, I'm not gonna disagree with you. I don't um I don't think I like the trade either. To be uh to be honest with you, but I do see the the reasoning behind it, right? Like you said, offense wasn't the problem, so I don't think they're making a trade in a sense to for offense. I think it it is something they're trying to get their defense set. George Hill, an obvious downgrade from Kyrie Irving until you go to the defensive end of it, and I mean. He's much, much better defensively than Kyrie Irving is. Uh, I don't think that's anything that can be disputed. Then you look at Paul George. Okay, you're going to lose some some things with Kyrie, but you're going to gain some things in the process when you get you get a Paul George. You have someone who could still take the ball out of LeBron's hands from time to time. You know, when LeBron sits down, you have Paul George out there. He's younger. Uh, LeBron no longer has to guard a Kevin Durant. And, and, you know, and when he does, it's, you know, he's picking the spots instead of having to do it and, you know, watching KD go off. I mean, KD's going to get his anyway, is, but is, at least. Is, is, is Paul George that dope of a defender? He's a good defender. Like, I'm, gen, I'm, gen, I'm, I'm genuinely asking because I don't, I don't know. When he's when he goes out there and, and plays, yeah, he's a pretty good defender. He's a, he's a pretty good defender. Uh, I mean, at, at the end of the day, nobody's going to stop KD from doing what he does. But I think you just want it, like like, I, like we were talking off the air. Maybe LeBron went to them and said, "I don't want to have to guard the best people because the best players are generally going to be wing to wing players at this point in the NBA." Maybe he doesn't want to have to do that all the time anymore. Uh, and then you don't want it to be where, like, well, if LeBron isn't guarding Kevin Durant, we have Amon Shumpert on him. We have uh, uh, Jay Henney, uh, J.R. Smith on him. You don't want him either. You got Richard Jefferson, 
who every time he guarded KD in the finals was just getting. I think KD broke a pair of his shoes with a crossover. <laughs> Tore up a whole pair of that boy's shoes on a on a uh, on a step back or something. Uh, he uh, he stopped he stopped on a dime and you know put it behind his back and pulled up for a jump and, and Richard Jefferson couldn't stop and the shoes exploded. Like you don't want the drop off from LeBron guarding them to somebody else guarding them being that big of a a drop off. And that's not to say that LeBron was guarding them well either because he was cooking his ass too. KD's going to get what he's going to get, but you don't want it to be, you want him to actually work for it a little bit more. And you know, you see how Paul George is, he's younger than, than LeBron. He may have the energy to continue to do that. For a little bit longer, and then when he gets tired, you can throw LeBron off, give Paul George a rest, and then when Paul George gets his win back, you bring LeBron back. I understand the idea of it, but I still don't know if I like it. I don't think I like that. Yeah, you know? I don't know, man. It's just it's something about it. Just don't it don't scream better to me. It feels like a lateral move, right? Yeah, it it, it really does because because now I mean. It, I guess if you throw in George Hill in a deal, you know, they, they still get a point guard. But, I mean, you know, a, a lot of what Kyrie did was a lot of one-on-one stuff, you know, and getting to the basket and getting, and getting his points that way. You know I mean? Is is George Hill going to be able to do that kind of stuff? Nah, but wouldn't, wouldn't you assume that Paul George would be the one taking over those responsibilities of getting – but then, you know, I think a lot of the things that they really depended on was Kyrie just going absolutely ballistic. And as much as I do like Paul George, I don't see that type of no. That's just, that's just that's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of, a lot of it was was Kyrie just getting you know if he wanted to drop if he was able to and and was having a dope night you know shooting and everything else you know dropping 35. And like, yeah. I, I don't know. Just I don't know. Something about the move just don't it, it don't it don't do it for me. You know, I don't. So many teams are just trying so hard to, to chase the Warriors, and you know they're gonna do it at, at the expense of, you know, possibly screwing up, you know, what they already have. Like, like you know, the Cavs aren't. They aren't a bad team. Like you know, they they they, they, they they're they're, they're <laughs> like they're gonna potentially else. they're gonna potentially start blowing up stuff, you know, trying to get better than the Warriors. And that's like we were talking about it earlier. Before we got on the air, I don't think there is a combination of players in the NBA that they could put together right now that would make them <laughs> that would make them better. Like, because it's it's not just the talent that the Warriors have; it's how seamlessly that talent works together. Uh, they all like they everybody can shoot. You have three guys that are playmakers. One guy that is a, a knockdown. I'm running off screens. Uh, getting open, and if I'm not open, somebody's under the basket. I think they got the Warriors, I mean, the Warriors got the Cavaliers in game five on three straight possessions of Klay Thompson running off of baseline screens and the guy screening, slipping to the basket for a layup or a dunk because both of the Cavaliers run towards Klay Thompson. Like, it's not just the talent level. Like, you could put talent together. We're, you know, we are about to watch a team put a bunch of talent together right now in Houston, and we'll talk about that later. You could put talent together. But when the Warriors got Kevin Durant, it was never a problem in my mind of fit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they got Kevin Durant. He's just going to slide right into this slot, and that's just going to be it. And, like, of course there were going to be growing pains, and we saw that. But when he 
started playing within the confines of what they try to do, it was like that. You know, there wasn't a time to try to figure it out. And I think, like, first of all, when if you put Paul George and LeBron James and, you know, like, they're going to have to figure that out. Figure that out. It's going to take a while. That's going to take a while. And I don't, I don't think so. they, don't, they don't need to figure it out with what they have now. Yeah. They, they are. It looks, like, it looks like they're already debunking this thing right now, Trey. Yeah, that you, uh, the first thing is they would have to trade or renounce. I, I want a, a lot of money to open up space for this to even happen. But if this is what they're considering, maybe they shouldn't have fired the general manager. Just gonna throw that out there. Maybe they should have allowed him to what's stay around. Thing? Another thing is like, like don't you? probably want to have a general manager in place before you start making these kind of fucking moves and decisions. Uh, no, general managers are overblown. What are you talking about? I, but I'm saying, though, like, don't bring me into a situation where you've already, you know, handcuffed me to your your moves already. Like, because if I came in, like, you, you hire me and bring me in, like, I, I, I wouldn't make that move. I, would, I wouldn't I make thought, that move. Um, I thought your boy was making all of the moves now. He was the one doing all the talking. Uh, uh, Who's the owner? Gilbert. 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 I thought this is all his, like he's he's calling the shots now until they until they hire someone. Apparently, who the hell knows what's going on? They don't even know what the hell's going on there. Okay, so point blank, you don't. Is this a is it a negative move or is it just a lateral move that could potentially be as good as what they have now? But I feel like I, it feels very negative. I don't even know if it even feels lateral anymore. It's pretty negative. <laughs> just like that, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've gone from the lateral to the negative. Yeah, I'm over it. It's it's pretty, it's pretty negative. Man, you sound like Jason Whitlock. He was really down on PG too. Okay, okay. He's his, if, if for him is a, a whole lot more personal than it is. Yeah, that's because he's a dickhead. Yeah. Um, who he's, do you from there? So who would you rather see uh, pick up Paul George? Okay, we, let's take the Cavaliers out of the situation. Who do you want to see him go to? Um, you know, I don't want to see him go to Boston for a number of reasons. I don't even like Boston. And I, Paul George hasn't done anything to make me dislike him. I don't want to see him. So I don't want to see him in Boston because he'll quickly go from a person that I, you know, generally I'm I'm okay with to somebody I can't fucking stand if he goes to Boston. (laughs) Just like that. So, oh yeah, I mean, once you put on that uniform, I mean, I, I can't, I can't rock with you no more. Um, I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe Houston. So you, so you're talking about Houston, PG, Paul, jo- uh, PG, CP3, Harden, and I think they're trying to pick somebody uh, else up too. That's a lot of basketball. They, 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 they can stick with what's to call it. They, they can work. Who? Uh, Clint Capella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of basketballs, man. <laughs> like a lot of guys that need the ball to be good. Like I know Paul George can come off the of screens and you know play off the ball a little bit, but yeah, yeah, I don't because I don't I don't necessarily think Paul George would need the ball as much in that in that environment. I don't think I don't I don't think I don't think CP3 would need it as much as people think. I think he'd be willing. I, I think he'd be willing like to CP3. Yeah, well, that's that's that's, 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 all, that's all, that yeah, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, and I think he does need the ball to be to be himself. 
and I'm like, that's the interesting part about him going to Houston to me is how much control is he willing to give up? Because if you're playing with James Harden, he's going to that team. Like when he went to the Clippers, DeAndre Jordan was young. Blake Griffin was young. Where were they like in their second year or third year when he got there? Both young guys. When he got to the Clippers, that was his team. Now he's going to the Houston Rockets. And, Paul, I mean, you're looking at James Harden. He's second, you know, he came in second in MVP voting for two straight years or three straight years or whatever the hell it is. That's his team. So, if- so this, this is one of those things we love to make a, we love to make a big deal out of, you know, once it happens. Don't you think that that they had some sort of conversation before all of that happened? I'm sure they did, but you know, I want to know on, what's on going what, to happen. On, on what, what they would do and how they would, you know, how they would, they would play together. It all sounds good. When they're talking about it before it happens, we have three alphas here, and they, it was kumbaya until they start playing together. And everybody wants Rondo gone, but so I want to know what's going to happen when James Harden does something that Chris Paul doesn't like, and we all know Chris Paul likes jumping in people's faces and putting their putting his little <laughs> ass hands in their in their face, screaming and hollering. I want to see like how is James Harden going to accept that because I can already see it happening. Because Angel, because James Harden, I mean, it, it, as dope as he is offensively, he, he's I, we all know this by now. He's a fucking slouch on, on defense. He does like, not play defense. Like ain't like ain't they ain't that kind of, they definitely gonna clash over that shit. They are going to clash over that. Now I will give James this, not this year, but last year he played defense and and and, and fucking spurts. Yeah, he was in spurts, but he played defense. He, he, he look, and he his, was not his, a bad defender. His, so when he when he puts his, forth the effort, he can play his, defense. It's his like, playing defense is like a, a notch above, you know, is is what regular basketball players are, are doing. Yeah, every, just, every no, you know, but you know, he did play. I mean, he he played defense. He wasn't bad at it when he attempted it. So, but I'm coming. What I'm getting at is maybe he couldn't keep up what he did offensively. What was net? What was so required of him offensively for that team, and be good defensively. So maybe this is something good for him in that aspect too. Maybe if the ball was not in his hand so much, I know. Even though you know, two years ago he was the shooting guard. I understand it's, it's really just a, a label. He was running the offense. The entire offense went through him. Maybe now. If the entire offense doesn't go through him, he could devote a little bit of his energy towards just not letting guys go directly <laughs> to the basket. <laughs> Maybe he could do that. We'll see. You, know, you never know. Uh, but they also talking about Melo. So if this is what the Cavaliers are trying to do with this Paul George thing, it leads me to believe that they're really not interested in getting Melo. But I really want them to get mellow. <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to get mellow. Oh, you just you just can't wait to see something crash and burn. <laughs> you just, just dying. You so are bad. dying. I mean, I stand back it. and Hold watch on. it burn, burst Hold into on. flames and combust upon itself. And you just I watched that in the final. Putting your hands <laughs> to the sky and just going, yes. Look at it burn. I watched that in the burn. burn. It's so so I, I got the, the joy of watching that entire thing burn. I watched it as <laughs> as the as the as the as the warriors burned them to the ground. 
in a hailstorm of threes and layups and dunks. I, I mean, I watched that. But I really want them to get uh, Melo because that will really signify the end of that. It's over. I like Melo. I, I do. And I say this with all the love of a fan. He's a fucking loser. He's a loser. And I don't know if <laughs> LeBron shine, sheen. I don't know if LeBron can shine that loser up into a winner. I don't. I don't know. But I, I would love he, to see him I, cry. I, I think he could. Oh, my God. I would love to see Carmelo Anthony in 2018 guarding Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals. Oh my God. What Kevin Durant did to LeBron will look like LeBron was the defensive player of the year. <laughs> After what Kevin Durant does to Carmelo Anthony, I hope they get him. I hope there's some way in the world they can figure out this buyout and he goes running directly into LeBron James's arms. Because if we think that team is bad defensively now, what is it going to be with him? Slew footed ass Carmelo on their team. <clears throat> there was a t- I only saw Carmelo attempt to play defense one year. One year. You're not even quick enough to play defense anymore. Yeah, it was the, the only time I seen him do it was when they he went to the uh, Western Conference Finals with Denver. They were playing Kobe. Yeah, you're talking that about was, ten years ten ago. years ago. <laughs> so now you're talking about like I was just watching two kids the, later. The, the, the video uh, that he posted of him working out. <laughs> yeah, fucking walking in steps. He's fucking walking in sand. I'm like, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like he's like he's underwater. He might as well be a 10 feet of water play. Like, his shot's still wet, but, like, his little moves to the basket was like, dog, seriously? Nah. He's getting to that point in his career where, yeah, the shots are still wet, but they're more difficult. Yeah, because, because he can't jump. Fast enough. Because he can't jump. <laughs> he, because he can't he's not get fast on the enough to, uh, to get separation, and he he's get not jumping higher as high as he used to. So he can't not get a goddamn credit card on his feet when he, when he jumps. So now it's like, okay, yeah, you're still hitting these jump shots, but as he gets older, it's going to become more difficult. And he was already the... Not the most athletic dude. He, he took difficult fall. shots to begin with. Like That was the main issue with Carmelo. Like Everything looks good when you're hitting it. But some of the shots that he takes just aren't good. Like That's the bigger issue. He doesn't take good shots, he just happens to hit them. Uh, so now as he's getting older, he's still taking the same bad shots, but he's not getting the same separation. Rob, kids are going wild. <laughs> so we got CP3 in Utah, I mean in, uh, in Houston. We, we have Gordon Hayward Planning on meeting with the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, and then he's going to meet with the Utah Jazz, and I believe it is in that order. Where do you think Gordon Hayward is going to land? Boston. I do too. I mean, it was like without, he was, without he was, question, he was born to be a Boston Celtic, and I, yep. I like him though. I like him though. I yep. like Gordon, Hayward. which is why I'm going to instantly. Dislike to do <laughs> once because he is like like you said we like we're not saying it without without you guys know what we're talking about though you know why he's born to play a ball <laughs> we all know it you can look at his face and you know why too. deserves to be playing in Boston say it Rob say it why because 
is fucking white. <laughs> because he's a fucking white boy with a perfect fucking white boy haircut. <laughs> All of your hate mail can be detected. <laughs> Bring it on, bitches. <laughs> I but said the shit. I want him to go there. And I actually, I know earlier you said you didn't want PG to go there, but I wouldn't mind for them to get PG and Gordon Hayward. Oh, Jesus. And then roll, roll PG, Gordon Hayward, IT2, and Al Horford out and see what happens. I would love to see that because then you would have a legitimate. Uh, you, you'd have a contender against the Cavs. Against sure. the Cavs. You have a legitimate contender against the Cavs. And it pisses me off that CP3 didn't just take himself to the Spurs, like he was. I, I don't. I just don't understand. I just don't understand why that's not. I'll go to Texas, but why that's not where he went? I mean, like that's that place is is tailor made for him. It is. It's tailor made for him. Like when I heard that after he was going to Boston, I'm like, wait, that's gotta be a mistake, right? Like, there's no way that's where he's going. Like, wait, you mean he's going to Texas, but you mean San Antonio? Like, that's what you mean. like yeah, they're like there's no way he's going to Houston. With James Harden, oh, chucking ass, no way. He going somewhere where he can run. Like you imagine this dude getting twenty assists a night. Chris Paul go to go to go to the Spurs. He getting twenty assists a night. He ain't got to shoot. He he can have a, a night where he dope every once in a while and, and like can carry the offense. But he getting fifteen twenty assists every night down there. I will say this though, I am very interested to see what's going to happen. With that offense, with CP3 passing the ball to Eric Gordon and Ryan, ain't Eric, ain't, ain't Eric Gordon going somewhere though? Where is he going? I thought I, I thought I saw something with that Eric Gordon was like on his way out too. I thought. Where the hell would he go anywhere? I wouldn't go anywhere now. Like CP3 is about to make him millions. Oh wait a minute. Yeah, wait on, hold on, hold on. No, he just welcomed. No, he he welcomed. Uh, what's the name of to, to Houston? When it happened yesterday, welcome to Red Nation CP3. So I don't think he's going anywhere. All right, maybe I maybe I, I misheard his name then. So let, yeah, you got him. You got Ryan Anderson, who you know can hit a bunch of three pointers, and then you got them two guys getting them open. So you you double teaming CP3, you double teaming um, James Harden. Those guys are going to get a bunch of wide open threes, and all they have to do is hit them. Uh, that that should be great for him in his career. Uh, but I am mad at, at at Chris Paul for not just going to San Antonio because I think in San Antonio they could have given the the, the Warriors some go. Right. They'd have still lost in six. But I think I think they'd get in work. It would have been a fun series to watch. Yep, big time. It was already it was, it was already giving them a little bit of work before Kawhi went down. Yeah, they still would have lost in five, but they probably would have. But they'd have gave him some work. It would have been a good series. So this would have been a good series. I don't think the Houston Rockets are going to give the Warriors a good series with the team that they have constructed. I think it's going to take a lot more than CP3. Now if they get CP3 and then they add Paul George. Then you know that changes things. They may lose in six. 
<laughs> like I just don't. I mean, I just don't see anybody beating the Warriors, man. Unless they get injured, some some injury happens. I just don't see anybody beating them. But I would like to watch it. I think it would have been cool to watch. You know, uh, Houston getting CP3, and then you get uh, Paul George, and you got CP3, Paul George, and you got uh, James Harden. You know, now we now you have the you know the blueprint or the you know the the framework of something that can compete with the Warriors. Not that not that they're going to, but you have the framework. But now you have CP3 in Houston, so that leaves San Antonio still out there searching. What do you think about Derrick Rose in San Antonio? Um, I mean, it, it could work. I, I think I think that that would be a good, solid landing spot for him. I, mean, I, I think it would be a solid spot. You know, the the environment wouldn't be as hostile as the, the last two places he's been, because you know here was obviously bad for you know for two separate reasons. We know we know we know what, what the two reasons are here. And then New York is three. Is, is is three separate reasons. Three, okay, I get out. Yeah, that's fine too. Three, um, for those not familiar with what what we're talking about, we're talking about the fucking owner, the fucking GM, and the fucking president of fucking Chicago Bulls. All bad. Um, and New York is just his own monster, man. That that play, that you know the media there, you know they're they're ready, you know they're they're ready to pounce on you. Not to say that's the reason why he had his his problems there, but you know just. The whole thing, man. He's he's already, you know, a partially fragile dude to begin with. So, you know, just being in that situation with, you know, knowing what we know now with 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 Phil and all of the the garbage they had going on, but you know, behind the scenes, you know, probably didn't help it either. No, but going to San Antonio, I think would be good because they're used to their point guard not shooting three pointers. So (laughs) (laughs) he can go there and you know just slide right in and. Uh, Medium range jump shot it out because even last year Derek was pretty good on mid range jump shots. Mm-hmm. He, he just wasn't. Um, I mean, he was abysmal shooting three pointers again, and uh, which is normal because that's, that's never normal. been his thing. That's never been his thing. So he can go there and run the same thing to Tony Parker. A little floaters in the in the lane and mid range jump shots, and mostly just you know I'm sure Pop is going to get him to play some some defense. A little bit of defense, or he won't play. I mean, he did the same thing to Powell. Powell did not play until Powell got it into his got it got it through his skull. You have to at least try out here, or you won't be on the floor. There was plenty of games early in the season where he just wasn't finishing the games mm-hmm. because he shouldn't have. He doesn't play defense. Um, but I'd like to see Derek go there. But it's for some odd reason he wants to go back to New York. I don't think that boy knows what the hell he wants. No. He's he's pretty lost, man. Can we can we get, can we go back to my NBA player that I I love to hate? Which one? You got a lot of. You know you know who it is. You know who we talking about? My, no, no, no. I, I I got nothing. Well, you know what? You're right. I forgot about Draymond. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I want to punch Draymond. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Yes, but but you're right about Draymond. I want to punch that dude in the face. I love Draymond. <sighs> fucking jerk. I can't stand that dude. But yeah, Jimmy Buck. What did Jimmy do? What did Jimmy do to you today? He didn't do anything. So <laughs> D, he existed for, for starters. That, that's, so enough. That, that, that's, that's enough. That's enough. Sorry, What was it? Step brother when he when, uh, he's just like, I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> I just want to punch is you it, in the face. Is there anything that I could do to my face <laughs> that would 
prevent you from winning. No, no, that's nothing you can do. I just, just want to punch, punch you in the face. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. You can't cut your hair. <laughs> you can't. Okay, if Jimmy cut his hair. hair. Nope. Uh, maybe. You know what? That's stupid. That, that stupid hair, hairdo of his. That stupid mushroom dreadlock deal he has. Maybe that Maybe that would help. Maybe I would want to punch him as bad. Hmm. But Jimmy today had his uh, welcome press conference, if you will, to his new found home with his lover of a coach. And Jimmy decided, you know, to have this ready-made, in my eyes, ready-made comment and response to a ready-made question from a reporter about what happened here and what's being said, what's being said about his leadership and who, you know, who's commenting. Everybody knows about what Antoine Walker said and yada, yada, yada about him being, you know, bad uh, locker room guy and all of this, which is all true. It's my ass, Jimmy. It's all true. <laughs> he decides to go to give the whole, you, you know where I'm at? I'm at where I'm at. I'll be where I be. You, you want something to say to me, come find me. As a matter of fact, here's my phone number. Call me when you want to complain or say something about me. Oh, I wish you would have did that when he was in Chicago. And I didn't I didn't know about this until I had, you know, heard the replay on it later until after Jimmy had already apparently had 4,000 voicemails left on this 773 number that he put out. Yeah, you knew it had to be said. And I couldn't, I couldn't, and I couldn't find an angry type of dialing meme that I wanted to use. I said, wait, Jimmy put his number out there. Let me see if I can get my phone out quick enough so I can call Jimmy and give him a piece of my goddamn mind. Fuck out of here. Everything people have said about you has been true. But Jimmy, I mean, before we go, what's going on, BTG? Baylor, the greatest, joined us, ladies and gentlemen. Baylor, say hello to the people. How y'all doing? I definitely called Jimmy earlier, though. You called? Did you get in? You cussed his ass out? No, I didn't get in, but I I wasn't even gonna cuss him out. I was gonna ask him why he didn't come to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them problems out there, big dog. You don't want them. Nah, Y'all we don't. Players out there, just let it be. All up in the, all up in the coaches' interviews. Walking <laughs> in, you don't want him walking into your your film session, <laughs> yeah. telling you how telling you how to coach. Hey, I ain't getting touches. I need ISOs. You don't need all of that. <laughs> I, I don't think Walton gonna let. Him, I don't think Walton will let him get down like that anyway. Walton needs to coach us harder. Walton needs to coach y'all harder. He's yeah, gonna yeah, let yeah. you know. Hey, Jimmy, better not come out here with all that. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're telling you. You didn't need Jimmy. He ain't gonna do it with Thibs because you know Thibs will probably break his goddamn neck, break but, his back. Oh, he gonna do that regardless. Just playing them extra minutes with the, with the minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, gonna break yeah, Jimmy got about two more years in the league now. He didn't really Damn. mess up. I hope he got his money, his financial affairs in order because it's over. We we'd already talked about the CP3 trade, and me and Rob, uh, we kind of was like, okay, cool. What do you think about that trade, baby? Uh, well, I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know. I mean, I I believe the Clippers. I think the Clippers made out with that. Um, I get it. I I think I think CP3 and and Hardy can coexist, uh, but I don't think it's going to make a difference. That's the same thing we said. Nothing's going to change. I, but I I can I can see what I can see, and then you got you got Jerry West over there. I mean he 
he ain't never struck out. So I believe he's over there trying to build some pieces and see if he can land a big fish. And it might happen. So he walked up in there and looked at that roster and was like, you know what? We got to blow this hell up. This, this is over. Yeah, I thought I thought Magic came in and, and cleaned out the closet. That nigga came in there and said, "Look, <laughs> I don't like this at all." So, so, I, so what do y'all think, think about? about I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dre, about what the uh, the whole backstory with the whole Doc and Austin, you know, uh, Austin Rivers uh, deal and why and why CP3 was kind of pissed and, and kind of couldn't wait to get out of there. I believe it, and then uh, you know the the mellow with the mellow trade not going down, I would be pissed too. Yeah, absolutely. Austin we, in the off season is beating up. He, I mean, he's he's hooping and beating up on kids in college or whatever. That money that he got, man, nah, come on, man. We all we we all know that Doc the GM has completely failed. Doc the average coach, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> Like, uh, come on, come on now. Like, Doc is an average coach, right? Can we he all agree is, with that? He, I, agree, yeah. I agree with that. He, agree he with is. That. He, he's proven that he's an average coach on the, on his own accord. Okay. But Doc the GM is even worse at his job than Doc the coach is. Yeah. That's the problem. So you got Jerry West, a bona fide Hall of Famer, in two different areas as a basketball player, as a basketball front office guy, Hall of Famer. He came in, saw what was going on, said, you know what? CP3 is a body. The only question I have now is, do they keep Blake Griffin? Does he stay? Because you know him and, him and CP3 hated each other. Well, I think that's. I think that might be the reason why he might stay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he did leave. I mean, Jerry West seems like he's all right with cleaning the roster and starting all over. I mean, Hell, the Clippers is getting a new facelift, getting a new uh, arena, everything. So, you know. Why would Blake stay? What, what would be the purpose of Blake staying there now? Because it's, it's his like, team I, now. I, it's his team, and I don't have to deal with Chris Paul anymore. Like, them boys been wanting to run since probably that's, the second year. Chris but, Paul I, mean, I mean, are they going – I get that, but, like, is he going – is is he like a, a main piece guy that's gonna put some team in the playoffs and like and like go far because it's his team now? Nope, nope, not this at team, all. Hell no, not a chance in the world. I mean, he's still nope. Blake Griffin. So that's my point. So like, why? So then why? Why would he be all like, oh, well, I can stay now because now it's my team and that you know because can... of just that because Chris Paul is gone now I do what I want now so I just, do what I want. So, just, so, so basically, just pride then. Yeah. And just going and, and then and then it might be it might be the convos behind closed doors that we don't know about. Maybe Jerry West say, "Look, we're gonna do what we can do to get you some pieces over here, but you're gonna be the focal point. You're gonna be the number one." And they did get. I mean, they got Decker. You know, <laughs> that was my guy in the championship. Uh, <laughs> they got Pat Bev. That boy, couldn't. I like. Miss, I like that. I like that championship game. Yeah, you know. So they got they got and then they got the rest of the guys that's already there. You know, now you look around and you try to get yourself a, a point guard again, but a point guard that fits the style of play that, that they want to run, which is really running and gunning. Chris Paul is a guy who wants and I'm that's the main reason why I'm like, man, it's gonna be interesting how that all plays in together because the Rockets are running and gunning and Chris Paul likes the slow crawl. Okay, wait. For what you just said, the Clippers go out there and go get a point guard, right? So that, yeah. does that mean? Uh, do you mean Pat Bev is is like a, a trading piece? I don't know. I don't oh, know. It was. It was uh, he's like a backup, though. I mean, he's not. 
Well, he's um, Pat, literally Pat going Bev, to Pat play Bev's the point guard. Is he not good enough to start? Yeah, he's going to start, but you need somebody that could actually, like, score. Do something. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a dope he's a dope guy to give your starting point guard a breather. And, you know, I love Pat Beverly. I think, I mean, I thought him and James Harden together worked very, very well because it kept James Harden off of the point guards that he obviously the, would never be able to guard. Right. I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about the ego part. Like I don't want to come over here and not start and this is not a promise. No, no, he's de- he's definitely starting. He's definitely okay. starting. But you need another a, another guard, another a combo guard that can handle the ball, shoot the ball. Doc, like I, Doc, Doc say I got that already. What y'all talking about? No, Austin Rivers is not that. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I mean. I got that. I, I'd yeah, rather have Austin. Doc Rivers <laughs> than, <laughs> than Austin Rivers. I, give me Doc 1992. Didn't they get a pick out of this too? Yeah, but it's yeah, like, talked about that. Top, it's like 14, top 14 protected, and then I think it becomes a second round pick. So, oh, okay. That they they pretty they protected themselves pretty well with that uh, with that pick. So we talked. So we th- we were saying Blake is probably going to stay, but the Suns just are, are going to offer him four years, one thirty. Mm. They give him yeah. they give him big boy money right out the day twelve oh one Saturday twelve oh one four years one hundred and thirty. Yo, that's what? a lot of hey yo, that's a lot of bread to hop on that ten freeway. That's a oh, lot of money. God. And then, okay, let's look at their lineup, though. They got all guards over there. You got, you got, guards. You got Eric Bledsoe. You got Devin Booker. Mm, I'm sold. You're going to have Tyson Chandler, Blake Griffin. And I don't remember who their, uh, who their, who their, uh, their, their small four was. Was it TJ? TJ Warren? TJ Warren. Probably TJ Warren at the three. Wow, that, that, that's good. That's about 30, 35 wins, right? Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the West, yeah. That's a pretty nice roster. Considering Blake, Blake is going to be hurt by game twenty six. Right there, <laughs> Blake, and they talking about Blake might not be able to play until December. And then even, and then three weeks into that, he's going to get hurt again. Oh, Blake. Take the money and run, kid. Yeah, <laughs> take that money. You better, you better get it now. That money and get the hell you better, up. Out. You better get it now. Why his legs? Uh, why he can still walk? So, so Baylor, mm-hmm. have, have you been keeping up with this this, this Cleveland shit? Uh, this Cleveland stuff. What's the latest with uh, Kyrie? No, nah, what happened with Kyrie? Oh, they talking about a trade? A with, new one with the Utah Jazz. Um, it's a three way trade. The Pacers would get, I'm assuming, whatever. I don't know, I, which is why I don't know why the Pacers would do it. Mm-hmm. But it would be Paul, Paul George, and George Hill going to the to the Cavs, and Kyrie going to Utah. Hey, Devin ain't never going home. This is White Sox Yankees game starting at ten o'clock. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, so Utah gets Kyrie. Yes. The, the Cavs get Paul George uh, and George Hill. Paul George and George Hill. And uh, and the Pacers just get the scraps. They talking about uh, draft picks or something. I don't know. It's nonsense. Uh, I don't know what draft picks they can get because who got who got them? I don't know. I have to look at what Utah. So has. I mean, how is I mean, we know Cleveland ain't got none. 
How's that gonna happen? I thought I thought um I thought Mello was forcing a um a buyout it's, so he can go to Cleveland. It's not gonna happen. They've already pretty much it's not gonna happen. happen. It's, it's, it's not it's, it's not just, gonna it's happen. just fun to talk about but, all it really Yeah, is. we're talking about it because it's fun. If that trade were to happen, are we a, is that a negative move, positive move, or lateral? For Cleveland it's a positive. Really? really? Well, for Cleveland it's a positive for uh for Utah. For Utah is positive. For Ky- for Kyrie is not good. <laughs> for Kyrie is not good. <laughs> no, no, he's going back. He's going back to fourteen wins this season. And I mean, God bless the uh, the Pacers. They don't. They just. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna get it together. Period. No, but that's good for the Cavs. That's definitely good for the Cavs. So you think getting rid of Kyrie, Mamba mentality, three point shot. Game winning, game seven, championship winning Kyrie. That'll be good. Uh yeah. I mean I, I think you can you can go either or you can go PG thirteen or Kyrie. I, I understand Kyrie probably got a better offense than PG thirteen. He does. But but we seen what we what can happen if I I, I think it's about the chemistry. And uh of course Braun does need that closer. He does. Um Kyrie didn't do too much closing this series. He didn't. He had hell, one. He had it. But hell, we he had, a, he had a big George. What, what what is Paul George in game winning situations like one for thirteen or something like that? He ain't no closer himself. I think. Um, and then they would get uh, George Hill, right? They get George Hill. I was saying the reason why I would say it was a positive or like a lateral move is I do think they get better defensively. So if you're talking about yeah. the matchup with the Warriors, defensively they get better. I think offensively they get a little bit worse. I don't know. I don't know if they get worse. I mean, because we, they, you know, they still they have that problem with Kyrie holding the ball too long. Sometimes he, he does hold the ball too long, but I also believe that there were moments in the last two seasons where they absolutely needed Kyrie to just go Kyrie, and I don't know if. If you switch the two, same team, take off Kyrie, put on Paul George, I don't know if he has the offensive capability to just go completely. Like, what did Kyrie do um, last year in that finals, like the last couple games? Did he get, like, three straight 40-point games or, like, two 40-point games and a 35-point game or something yeah, like that? something like he, that. He, 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 look, we know he feels comfortable playing against Golden State. Um, he, he tears them guards up. Uh, the only thing that the only thing that I'm going off of is I've seen PG13 play against Braun in the playoffs, and I think he had I think PG13 got that hunger in him. I think he it, it, it'll cause problems for Golden State. I don't I'm not saying that the Cavs have a better chance of winning. I'm just saying I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, they do need a change, though, because that, that roster right there might not get it against Coach. So where do you think Paul George ends up at the end of the day? Shit. I'm hoping he can just walk, walk back home. Yeah, I know that's what you're hoping. But let's just go off of the assumption that he's going to do what he's been telling everybody he's going to do. No matter where I go, I'm going to L.A. Where do you think he's going to be next season? You don't want him to go to Cleveland. You don't want him to do that. I don't see him going anywhere else but Cleveland. Or if he goes to Cleveland, he's not. He's not going. He's not going to LA. Why you say that? 
because I don't think I, – I can't see him getting to the finals with Cleveland and then being like, you know what? I think I want to go play with Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I, I think that ball boy. I, I know LeBron is cool and all, but, man, I think you I want to go play with Lonzo. There's not too many options. There's not too many options outside, especially in the East. We looking at Boston, we looking at Cleveland, and now, and the reason why I say that is because of the pieces that they could give us. Um, and then West, it's going to be a lot trying. of the Rockets is definitely trying. So, oh boy, I don't know. He, honestly, he goes, honestly, to, he goes to Houston. That's a nice. Me and Rob talked about it. That's a nice little three-headed monster they have there. They'll lose to the Warriors in five or six, but it'll be fun. With PC-13? Yeah, they're losing in five or six. How many points How many points is uh is, is Clay and Steph going to average? Don't, br- don't bring up Clay. He's, uh, he's on my shit list. Clay did not shoot very well. He never shoots well in the playoffs. It's really weird. That's what I'm saying. I don't he has that one breakout game like every finals or every playoffs, and it came in the perfect time last year against OKC, and it came again – this year against the Cavs, he always but his defense was fire. But think about it: who's going to be guarding him? James Harden, mm. and, and you know, <laughs> you know, Steph eats CP3 up every time they play. They, he can't stand CP3. He make a point to all the time, time every yeah, all the time. time they play. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make this nigga fall right here. I'm gonna go behind my back and pull back, pull a kiss to well, my right. Wife. Well, right now, technically, I mean, I would I would have to say go ahead and keep go ahead and keep Kyrie, uh, only because we haven't seen PG thirteen perform in the playoffs in a while, or or rather perform at a high level. Um, and we talking about Cavs is going to the Eastern Conference, going to the championship every year, uh, at least for now. So I don't know. The, the the chemistry seems to be there, but they still need another piece. They definitely need another piece. So I don't know, man. That's a tough one. That's, That's what me and Robert we, we, we knew this offseason was going to be it was going to be something. How do we keep up with the Warriors? That's really what everybody is trying to do. That's what everybody is everybody scrambling around like they they just the Warriors. I, technically, is it, it started it started with Bron in Miami, but the Warriors got cats going crazy, man. I, I was telling people this and I've talked about it continuously everybody shits on like KD and the Warriors for what they did you know coming together like this but I've always asked this question what did people think was going to happen with LeBron James consistently stacking his teams however the hell he wanted them to be I'm I'm now getting to the point where um I don't care about the whole super team thing because I don't give a damn. We, we like used watching. to we yeah because every time I think of it now I, I I think of you know Barkley pops in my head Ewing pops up in my head uh, Malone pops up in my head and it's like they're gonna be in the same situation if they don't make moves and I always and I hopped on Garnett head because I'm like he should have left Minnesota early yeah we all um, said that. he should have yeah Loyalty. yeah you got. Yeah, yeah, loyalty and your personal goals, it's a thin line between it. It's just that we we didn't like the way KD left to that, you know, it was a team that he went to. 
I feel like the level that he played on, he could have played with just about anybody. He could have played with any playoff contender team, a playoff contender team, the same way he played with Golden State. It was just that Golden State had more weapons. I'm over it. I'm over it. The Cavs is, is somewhat stacked. Golden State is somewhat stacked. Now everybody else is going to do it. Everybody's trying to catch up. Everybody's trying to catch up. Uh, it's, uh, it's money involved. Uh, contracts. It's, it's, it's total chaos. Then you got to fit in them rookies. We got a lot of rookies out there that can start. So, man, I don't know. I've always felt like fans are the problem. Oh, we're always the problem. We're Same the problem. We, we're the problem. Because you brought up Barkley. You brought up Ewing. You can bring up Carl Malone, John Stockton. We so consistently bring up the fact that they've never won a championship. But in but but at the same time, we only bring it up when it comes to rankings, though. Yeah, but they, listen, listen to me though. We, these young guys that are playing basketball now, they hear that, they read that, and they don't want to be mentioned with Charles Barkley. They don't want to be up on TNT. With somebody else that's won a ring, like Charles is with Shaq, and have that dude sitting there and tell him you can't talk about this because you never won a ring. Yeah, I'll be feeling bad. I'll be feeling bad about Barkley. Yeah, I don't even like Charles Barkley, but that pisses me off because Charles Barkley is a one of the best players that ever played basketball. So, and and him not winning a ring doesn't change that fact. These young guys, they they hear that, they watch Shaq do that to Charles Barkley. For you know. To put it in lame, they don't want to be Charles Barkley. Right. So they're doing things to, to stop themselves from being Charles Barkley. And, and when it happens, we're all like, yo, well, you shouldn't have done it like that. So we tell people all the time, you need to win, 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 win. And then when they go out of their way to win, we're like, well, we don't want you to win like that. Like, we don't get to have it both ways. Right. We either tell them that they that winning is everything or being great is. <laughs> we can't say, well, we want you to win. And then when the dude say, well, fuck it, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to get with this team and I'm going to blow everybody out and we're just going to win. Then we say, well, that's cheating. I think because we're torn, we're, we're still torn between uh, we want them to we want them to win, but is how we seen players won, you know, during our era win, you know. The Bulls was a legendary team, but that wasn't a super team to me. They was that was a well put together roster. You know, if I mean? you go back and look at the rosters that the Bulls won championships with some year, the only thing that was super about them was Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. That's about <laughs> it. But, but cast there really I mean like like us. We really really watched basketball. We knew having cool coach was very valuable. Yeah, he won Ron Harper the paces. He won. Ron games. Harper was valuable. You know what I mean. Steve Kerr was valuable. Luke Longley was the best center of all. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Aussies love that, but Jesus about to get kicked up off of him, man. With Luke, Luke Longley. <laughs> you know, and, we, and then you got then you got Rodman. Like these cats. Rodman was awesome. They did, but. All in all, the Bulls had three Hall of Famers on the second on the second um, championship. I don't count Robert Parrish because I mean, what did Robert Parrish? He, he played about two hundred more minutes than we did throughout that, that that entire season. But that first 
the first three, the Bulls only had two Hall of Famers on that on that on that three P. It was Michael and Scotty. Nobody else from that three that first three P going through the Hall of Fame. You think Horace Grant is going through the Hall of Fame? Right. So that wasn't a super team. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen were just super. Right. Yeah, they were, they were just good. Even the second three-peat, that was not a super team. You had guys like Judd Bushler, Bill Wennington, Randy Shut Brown. Judd Bushler. Hey, hey, hey. Don't say Bill Wennington name like that. Bill Wennington <laughs> would tip dunk the hell out of that. I, I'm all for it. He was a tip dunk. We, when he first got with the board, we were like, who is this white dude tip dunking all these rebounds? And it was Bill Winnington. Like, and, it, and, he, and he looked like an oversized lawyer. <laughs> yeah, like you look at him, he had the, the, the big, thick beard. Like, this dude can't hoop. And then he out there hitting 15-footers and dunking on everybody. And they played their part. They played play their they part. part. But that's not a super team. But that's one of the things that we were talking about with Devin yesterday. Um... But to go back to the conversation about the winning and losing, you know, we talk about winning and losing in like this vacuum and being great. So it's either you're great or you're a winner. Like you can't be both. Um, so the argument that he was having with Devin, it was it was it was a stupid argument. It was a Kobe or LeBron argument. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to start the argument. But I will talk about it because you know I you know I sent y'all some slander right not y'all but him. <laughs> I, you know what? Sean told me you sent the you sent the message, and I was gonna listen to it, but we was already on the air, so I'm gonna listen to it afterwards. Okay. But we were talking about the two, and the question was, who's better? Now the argument is always preference, and I don't know why it becomes an argument. Why a person can't just say, "Well, I like Kobe Bryant better," or "I like LeBron better," and that just be it. But it can't be. So we're talking about the two, and the question becomes, do you like Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan? Yep. <laughs> BCG says, well, I go back and forth between the two, and Devin is like, how? Michael Jordan is the best basketball player of all time. So BTG is trying to, you know, he's trying to bring Devin around to the idea that if you're telling me that Michael Jordan is so much better than Magic Johnson, why can't you understand why I will say that LeBron James isn't better than Kobe because LeBron is basically just Magic Johnson 2.0. Exactly. So for me to say that I think Kobe is better is the same reason why you think Michael is better. And for some odd reason, Devin couldn't understand that. But that's like the microcosm of everything that we talk about. Winning and losing, stats. Like, we have these analytics. LeBron is efficient here. And at the end of the day, like the last thing I said on my personal account, I was like, okay, LeBron is, is super-duper efficient in all the stats except the one where when we're parsing greats, it really matters. Mm-hmm. Winning championships. He's 3-5 and five in that. So if you're going to throw out all these stats at me, why can't I throw back the fact that he's 3-5? and five? And you can tell me all the stats you want to about the average triple-double, he did this, he did that. It's like that. It's like that meme that you love. Where uh, Buddy's trying to get in the door. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like LeBron about is three and five, but look, but he averaged. Look at these. <laughs> <guys. I'm laughs> look, look, look at hey, the meme just popped it's into like my that. head. <laughs> <But> that's, <laughs> like that's the truest thing. And like, I am not a LeBron James fan. I'm not, but I am not it's a LeBron said, James. It's hater. finally said. 
Okay, I'm not LeBron James. But, 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 I'm not, but this is the cold part about it, though. Even though I said I can go back and forth between Magic and MJ, I said, damn, out here in L.A., Laker fans, we are perfectly okay with saying Michael Jeffrey Jordan is the best player that ever played basketball. <laughs> now, we are like, he said that. that. He said that in a tweet. The problem is Devin does not – like, it's not okay for anybody to say they think Kobe Bryant was better than LeBron. And what we were trying to say is it's a preference thing. It's a preference for us. I want a guy who's going to say win or lose, we're going to lose what the fuck I do. We're not going to lose with what Kyle Corbett is going to do. And I don't care about it being the best basketball shot. Every Bulls fan knew the Kyle Corbett was going to miss that shot. <laughs> that's what Kyle Corbett does in the playoffs. I'd have rather it been J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick would have hit that three. Kyle Corbett, he's going to miss that three every time, every single time. I don't want I, – I like the demeanor how often, of – How often has Kyle Corbett actually been in the playoffs? Uh, he was with Atlanta. They were in the playoffs quite often. Yeah, with Atlanta. He's been down there for like, what, twice, two years, though? How long was he down there? I want to say he's down there for like four years, five years, right? You sure? Because he only played in, he only played with the Bulls for one year. Nah, he was with the Bulls longer than one year. Two years. Two years. And then they got rid of him. He was down in Atlanta for the rest of uh, the, the remainder of his career. He came from Utah to the Bulls, I want to say. And then he went from the Bulls to Atlanta. But we all knew he was missing that shot. He doesn't. Kyle Corbett doesn't perform well in the playoffs. No. He never does. But what else? I'm not a LeBron James fan. I'll admit that. I don't hate him. LeBron James is a top 10 basketball player of all time. And I feel the same way about Kobe stands as I do about LeBron James stands. Like, for all of them, anything that you say that's like, okay, he's not number two all time. It all For them, it always feels like, well, then you're disrespecting him. If I don't say to LeBron, who, who, who Kobe, Kobe and LeBron for staying. Kobe is Kobe is definitely not number two. No, of course not. Before Kobe stand, he's better than Michael Jordan. Man, come on, you know those cats that just watch basketball when the playoffs exactly. come on. But that's how it, that's how it comes off sometimes when you say, "I think Kobe is better than LeBron," and, and LeBron fans just lose their. But guys you also you got you also got to check the age bracket though, because no none of the OGs catch my age or older is gonna say that. I mean, we barely we may not even have uh, Kobe in the top five. Some cats. You Kobe know Bryant I mean? is so, not in my yeah. top five, and Kobe Bryant is my second favorite player of all time. My first favorite That's player of all time isn't in, my, in the top five of best players of all time. That's I think well, that, you, you got so you got your personal top five, and then you got a reasonable top five. I have my favorite player. I've said this on the podcast plenty. Of, my favorite player of all time is Scottie Pippen. I know he's That's not a top. Favorite. That's my favorite player. Yeah, he's not a Him top anything. <laughs> like Scotty is the way he's a top fifty player of all time. I give him that. Maybe uh probably thirty. Scotty might be in the thirties, but he's definitely not in the top ten, top five, top twenty. Like no, not any, not by any stretch of the imagination. Whoa, 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 Scotty not in the top twenty. Top twenty? No, I could probably, I could reel off twenty people that, that are probably yeah. better. Whoa, 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 down. And I love Easy. Scotty. That's a whole. That's a whole other episode. Yeah, that's a whole other episode. But I don't, th- I don't think. But I, that's a problem for me. Like that conversation we was having yesterday. That's why at the end of it, I told Devin, I was like, "No, nah, I just have some time for you today," because he he doesn't believe. This is the funny thing. I love you, Devin, but he doesn't believe that he's a Kobe hater, and he is, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. He is a huge Kobe hater. 
And but I brought, I, I brought in my dark I brought in my dark horse and he and he ignored it. What was that? Because because you know how he liked to bring up numbers, right? Yeah. So I said yeah. I said I said this guy has six rings, he has six MVPs, and he's number one oh, in scoring. Why is yeah. it? I said why is he number one? If you want to talk about numbers, Rob. Uh, Kyle Corver played in Atlanta for one, two, five. three, four, five years. Yeah, I already looked it up. So five, so five seasons. Yeah, five. So that, and I want to say, I didn't realize, year, it, I didn't realize it, it, had, it had been that long. And every year he was terrible in them. Um, yeah, that's a good question. That's always a good question. Why isn't it Kareem? I think when we're when we're going through great basketball players, you know, we're parsing them. It, 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 we all use different things. You know, like okay, Kareem has six uh six MVPs and he's won six rings, but was he always the man for them six rings? No. Oh, but no, no, but and that's why that's what I was trying to explain to him. Anything that you say against Kareem or Magic or Kobe, I can say for your players. So if he wasn't the man, all, all those championships, then you got to take away Kyrie, you got to take away Ray, Ray, you got to take away Wade. That's all I'm yeah. saying. And we throw in the fact that he's lost five fucking finals. I mean, like, you don't, you have, like, you can't just, and that's one of the things that pisses me off because I've always felt like this about LeBron. For as good as he is, the goalpost has always changed. Whenever we're talking about greatness, when it applies to him, goalpost changes. It used to be, like, we know that we're not talking about the Robert Ories of the world when we're talking about winning championships. Like, we understand that. And I hate when people be like, well, championships aren't the only thing. No, they're not. But they're a really big part of being great. Like, they're really, it's really important. That is a really important part of parsing greatness. How many championships have you won? And if you want to throw out all these analytical stats and all these efficiency things, then okay, that's fine. But I always tell Devin at the end of the day, Kobe got five rings. You can't take that away. Mike has six. Magic has five. Magic won. How many times did Magic go? Nine? Nine. Nine, t- nine times he won five of them. He's above 500. Bird above five hundred. Like, like these are things. Like nobody's hating when you bring these things up. Like you could like Magic lost four finals. He had one tragic Magic final. We're not hating on Magic when we bring these things up. But with LeBron super fans, if you bring anything up negative about LeBron, you're being a hater. And I've always had a problem with that. Like that to me is crazy. And it used to be like that with Kobe fans too. But Kobe's no longer here, so nobody gives a shit about what to say about Kobe. But <laughs> With LeBron fans, it's like that. You say anything about him, you being a hater. And it's not being a hater. You're like, we're talking about the greatest basketball players of all time. And if you're talking about, I'm not talking about the talented, because if we're talking about who I think was the most talented basketball player of all time, I, I said it last podcast, I think it's Wilt Chamberlain. I think Wilt Chamberlain was probably the most talented basketball player of all time. He was 14 years old, playing against grown men. And averaging 30 points and 20 rebounds. He was 14 years old, playing against grown men. He had a completely different name. I can't remember what the name was, but he uh, went under alias, played in the um, professional basketball league, and dominated at 14. I heard he batting a thousand with women too. So and, you can't <laughs> Hey, anybody that can say he hit a thousand, he's a superhero. <laughs> he's a superhero. But you, but you, I mean, you gotta understand what I'm saying. We're parsing greatness. I think that we should be able to talk about all things involved. Statistics are great, which is why I threw out PG. I, I mean, I threw out Chris Paul to him. I'm like, you always talking about these efficiency stats. Chris Paul is the king of efficiency. He's the king of analytics. Look at his warp. Look at his wins above replacement. Look at his value over replacement and his 
purr and his efficiency and his plus minus and blah 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 blah. Chris Paul is a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds good. It all sounds good. Look at the back. Uh, go hard. Go hard. Yo, how many times has Chris Paul been out of the uh, the first round? Is yo like twice, like two times. Out of the yeah, first round? Once or twice. Out of the first round. Yeah. Twice. Three. T- we'll give him three because I ain't looking up his stats. He's a loser. I don't look up loser stats. <laughs> Been out of the first round three times. Yeah. But he's so efficient. He's so great. He's the point guy. Oh, none of that matters. You're not going to tell me that Chris Paul is better than Isaiah Thomas. You want to know why? Because I t- Isaiah Thomas won two championships in between Bird and Magic and Jordan. That's greatness. Yeah. You're not going to tell me Chris Paul was better than him. I don't want to hear it. I don't give a damn what the stats say. I don't care. He couldn't do good enough. And, and don't tell me about needing to have a great team or having a good enough team to beat people because he won, Zeke won championships between Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Michael Jordan. He stopped, my, he stopped yeah. the other two from winning championships, and he kept the other one from winning his first. He did that. That's what he did. Don't tell me about needing better players. You be better. You do more. In fairness, those Detroit teams, though, come on. They son. were great. No, come on. One of the thing that made them great, Zeke. Yeah, yeah, because that wasn't a sexy roster at all. He's had a bunch of dudes beating the hell out of people. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let, let's just beat the hell out of them. And then, like, but you still got a score. You still need somebody running the show. And that was Zeke. That's what he yeah. did. They played pure basketball back then, man. Winning, I, I, I think the moral of my, my rant is winning is important. And it feels like because LeBron has not won as much as people expected him to, they're trying to devalue it. Well, he, you know, he went this many times. Okay, Jerry West went, Jerry West went like 12 times. He lost 11. Winning is important. Man, look, I, this is all I'm saying. We used to hop on Kobe head for not passing the ball enough because he didn't <laughs> shooting too much, you know, you know th- things like that. But but this what this is what we would say out here, you know. We would you know we would get pissed off at what he did in in, in certain games and things like that. But if, if we say something about Brian, it's like they bring up his stats, but he had a triple double. Man, come on, man! It's all uh, the triple like, double was I, great. I, it was awesome. For the first three quarters of every game, I'm not look where look where I come from. I'm not passing it to court. Oh, come I'm on, that, on that, ain't, that ain't that ain't fair either. That, that come is on, fair. Let's that not, is let's fair. Not, let's 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 not do it that so, way. Hold on. So so the let's fact that, that the guy that he was checking, let's, let's not do it that way now either. About thirty some points in the first four games is not an important part of the game. Wait, what? The guy that he was going up against, that he was matched up against, primarily. In the fourth quarters of every game, for the first four games, outscored him thirty-one to eleven. That's fine. That's fine. But that's like the game is one. I get that, but that's not. Let's not act like LeBron wasn't playing 45, 46 minutes a game. He was. That's not. Let's not act I, like that. I so that, that, that that dude. That that dude is human. Like let's not make it seem like well he he like I, I get it. You know, because you're doing the same. You're doing the same thing right now that LeBron people that that his that his stands do. 
they bring up stats and all this, but you're doing the exact same thing that they do by talking about so, what, he okay. did, what he didn't. I'm, let me finish though. What I'm, he didn't. Gonna, do, what, he, what, what, what he didn't do in the fourth quarter when he's playing the whole game and, he, and he's killing that whole game. It's like it's kind of natural for a person to like fall off in the fourth quarter when he when he when he can't sit down for thirty seconds by his team. Okay, bursting into flames. I want to ask you turn, this: turn it into dust. Do we remember anything? I, I agree. I agree. But do we remember anything about any other loser in the final? But that's not that's not the I'm point. Asking, though. Not, I know I'm asking you. Do we? That's not, that's not what that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this particular are. incident. We're yeah, talking we are about, talking about we're that talking about nobody else incident. brings up. Okay, this guy had to play. Because nobody else had to, nobody else had to do that. Nobody, nobody else, else had, had to do, do that. that. No, nobody else had to do that. Nobody else had to carry their, their entire team on their back for three quarters. Mike didn't have Bro. to do that. Nobody else had to do yes, that. Yes. Rob, do you remember 1993? If Mike, hell, Mike, hell Mike, no. Mike played like, I think he played 45 minutes a game, scored 45 points a game, had nine assists and eight rebounds. He did the exact same thing because the if, because going into that series, if Michael Jordan does not score, and that's not just a Michael Jordan thing, if he doesn't score 45 points per game, they lose that series. Okay, the same thing, ha- the same thing happened last year. If LeBron didn't do what he did last year, they don't they win that series. Yeah, if if LeBron doesn't do what he does, and it was great. So I mean, he got congratulations. So like, but so but got all congratulations for winning that series. But to want to take him down a peg for not doing it again this year, what peg? You just tried to by saying he got he got he got he got he lost. That's fine, but it it is though it does. It that but that's the thing though. It makes it seem like you, you want to go well. He's not great because he didn't do it again. I never said that. I said he that's lost what, this year, and I don't care about his stats. That's how it comes off though. I, I get I get it though. I, I yeah. I, I okay, get it. if it comes off like that, I honestly don't care because the point of the of what I'm saying is I don't care about your stats when you lose. I don't care who you are when you lose. You lost. don't bring up don't bring up this of what he didn't do then if you don't care yeah, about this. That's the point. You have to combat the fact that people are telling you he averaged a triple double. Okay, fine. He averaged a triple double, and all that is good. But in the fourth quarter of these games, he was getting outscored by the person that he was guarding. So if you want to throw out the fact that he played all these minutes and he scored all these points and grabbed these rebounds and did these assists and all these great things. You also have to listen to people when they give you the negative part of it as well. And that's the problem with the people that like with the, with the whole thing. You cannot say anything negative about LeBron. You literally cannot go on Twitter and say LeBron got outscored 31 to 11 in the first four games in the, in the fourth quarter. And all you will get is he averaged a triple double and he played a whole bunch of minutes. He did. Both things are true. That's my entire point. It's like like it has to be one or the other. No, they can both be true. He played a bunch of minutes, which led to him playing badly in the fourth quarter, which he did. That's not, that's not like me saying LeBron isn't great or that he didn't play great. It's literally me saying I watched these games. He played well in the first three quarters. He didn't get but a chance to rest. I, he didn't I get a chance you, to rest, I, and he got tight. I, I see what you're saying, but that when, when you say it like that, that's not how it's coming off. That's not how it's coming off. You're making it because when when you no 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 no. I see what you're saying, Dre. I see I see exact. I feel exactly what you're saying. But when you say it like that, you're trying to. It's it's almost coming off like you're saying. Well, but look in the fourth quarter when the, when the time when the crunch time came in, he got his ass busted thirty something to eleven or whatever. 
Yeah, but but I mean, but that's, I'm, I'm gonna, but that's kind. That's kind of that's kind of like what we're used to because we never made excuses for anybody else. That's what when you saying. lose, you lose, and you get to be talked about like you lost. You don't I, get to say you you because, did all these things because who says what the hell Charles Barkley averaged in '93? Because he was busting ass in '93, but don't nobody give a shit because he lost. Nobody throw his stats around. And you know who fought with that? It was MJ fought when he played with that hangover. <laughs> when we see cats play like that, and it's, it's like no room for error. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to hear no excuses, especially if you get compared to those cats. And I, I mean, look if you mess up, awesome. like if you if you miss the game winning shot, you miss the game winning shot. But we just tired of excuses, though. Like I should be able to critique LeBron. Without being without being called a hater, I'm just saying it, it is what it is. They're gonna bring up the triple double and the minutes that he played every game to to make sure it makes him look good. But I don't want. To, I'm not trying to make him look good, good or bad. I'm not trying to do either. I'm literally trying to say this is what happened in this game, and you cannot do it. You just cannot. Like I saw immediately after that series, people talking about. This the Warriors win is a tribute to LeBron. Um, LeBron and the triple doubles, and if you try to say anything about what happened or LeBron losing this series brings him down, nobody said. Like I think, like what you said right there was like my main problem. I'm not trying to bring him down a peg. LeBron James is one of the ten greatest basketball players to me to ever play the game of basketball. The issue is. Why can't I say anything negative about him? We can say things negatively about every other player. But the second you say anything negative, or even that's not even negative, it's just not positive. Because me saying that he got outscored in the fourth quarter is just the truth. That's not a negative thing. And I can say it and give you the background of it. Yes, he played a lot of minutes, which led to him not being able to perform well in the fourth quarter. But at the end of the day, you just didn't perform well in the fourth quarter. You are not going to listen You hate LeBron so much. <laughs> I know. I like, look, Baylor just said the exact same thing I said. I, I don't hate, you hate LeBron. LeBron. You hate LeBron so much. I yes, don't. Because I don't hate LeBron so much because I don't have any – like, it's nothing besides the fact he didn't come to Chicago. That was probably the only thing I, I really cared about. But after that, I don't care. I honestly don't care. I have my basketball players that I like, and I have the ones that I – everybody else I really just don't care about. I don't dislike any NBA basketball player except for Marcus Smart. I hate him. But I don't dislike any <laughs> other basketball player in the NBA. I Marcus just like to – Yeah, I just like I, – I hate Marcus Smart. But I, I want to hear, to keep the, the criticisms of every NBA player in NBA history. We have to be able to criticize them at the same, the same wavelength. It can't be, well, this is why – okay, Jordan lost – three straight years to the Pistons, and nobody ever says the reason why. We don't talk about, well, Scottie Pippen got a migraine, or that team wasn't good. Or No, Michael Jordan lost three straight years to the Pistons until he broke through. That was the criticism back then. The criticism was, will a player who scores that many points ever win a championship? It wasn't about anything else. It was just criticizing Michael Jordan, because that was the criticism. That was what people were wondering. And when he lost, the, it was all on Mike. It wasn't about the team not being better because he was the best player on the team. 
We didn't have the – there are no excuses. And I feel the same way about a lot of the players of this nobody, generation. No, no, but nobody cared as much for, for, for that team. But I'm talking about right now. I mean, if, if, we're, if we're using that as, as, an, as an example, nobody cared as much. Mike wasn't Mike yet. Mike had already won an MVP. No, but we – but 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 regardless, we still gonna bring up we gonna we gonna bring up their flaws. Regardless, like we still bring up Kobe three air balls, three air balls. We bring up Kobe. People love throwing the three air balls around, and Devin loves throwing out that uh that the the last championship in Boston without any context to any of the goddamn stats. Well, he shot this this percentage, not even mentioning the fact the only reason why he didn't end up shooting 45% from the field for that series is that last goddamn game. But, but I'm not just talking about LeBron. We do, like, for years we've done the same thing for Chris Paul. Constant excuses for why Chris Paul isn't getting out of the first round. Maybe the problem is this, it's, it's Chris Paul. Maybe he's the problem. Maybe the problem is your best player cannot be a midget. <laughs> Maybe Direct all man. hate mail to... <laughs> Don't give them my ass. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? The problem is that he's the problem. That he can't be your best player. But it's never been that's never been a criticism of Chris Paul that he can't be the best player. The criticism had always been his teams were not good enough. And I don't want to hear that. I'm tired of hearing that. I want people to be real about everything. If we could be real about everybody, all these other people, be real about every player. We can't just be like, I like this guy, so whenever you say something bad about him, you're a hater. I love the point guy. You can't see anything bad about Chris Paul. You're a hater. That's nonsense. Be real about everybody. Chris Paul is a loser. LeBron James is 3-5 and five in the finals. That's not a hater thing. That's a fact. Well, maybe not about the Chris Paul thing. He might not be a loser to some people. But to me, he's a loser. <laughs> if you can't get out of the first round multiple times in your career, then, well, what does that say about you? Because what do we call Carmelo? Uh, that's my guy too. Fat. What do they call your guy? Fat. They, they call they call he, they call him a loser too. They call him a loser, but nobody calls Chris Paul a loser because he's the point guard. I'm I'm done with that. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Joe Kim Noah is the point guard, not that dude. Uh, Anything else, fellas? I can see my man Boris listening to this and just. Shaking his leg, wanting to jump in on, <laughs> on this LeBron. You know, he hater, hater. You know, I've been holding these conversations for a while, uh, but with, with multiple different people. But before we get up off of here, I, I want to switch lanes. Phil Jackson is gone. Mm-hmm. That's a good move, right? Right, 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 right where, he, where he's supposed to be. That's a good move. Hey, right? I've been trying to tell people this that if y'all don't believe me, y'all gotta believe me now. He is a Lakers spy. He is a Laker Russian spy. <laughs> he was sent to New York to sabotage the whole franchise. He achieved that. Okay? Mission complete. <laughs> Mission is complete. Hey, he drafted he drafted a cat that nobody had any footage on to run the triangle, which he's mm. no longer there, okay? He tried to get rid of uh, Porzingis before he left. Like, mission accomplished. <laughs> you know, I had a person in our mentions actually trying to, to argue me down in, in protection of Phil Jackson. Tried to, I mean, for hours about how he was no worse than the, his predecessor. And I don't know how that, like, I, I don't know what the point of that is. Okay, that's not really saying much. Every New York front office personnel. They've all been bad for like the last 20 years. Him, That doesn't absolve him from being awful. He was he was absolutely awful. 
Um, okay, the first bad move was trading for Derrick Rose. But okay, you got yourself some some room, some cap space for the next year. But then you 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 go and sign Joe Kim Noah to a seventy million dollar contract, which is seventy awful. million dollars. We all knew that Joe Kim Noah. Was <laughs> we all knew it. We all Tom knew it when it happened. Put his knees on the meat grinder, and he's never ever returned from it. So we knew that was a bad idea. Okay, you gave him all that money, but then. You hire, you know, you, you hire. Who did they? Who who do they have? Uh, Hornacek, mm-hmm. right? You no, hire him. You had Fisher first. Yeah, yeah, Fisher yeah. First. Fisher first. Fire him after one year. But you only hire Fisher because you just need somebody to run the train. Somebody, just somebody, <laughs> somebody, anybody, 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 anybody. Oh, you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, Fish, what up? What you doing? You busy? No, I'm just hey. over here hanging with Evelyn. <laughs> Hey, but yeah. Meanwhile, him and <laughs> him and Matt Martin's get into a scuffle. But when he got Hornacek, I felt I felt like he said, "Well, look, here's your office, and uh, get to work. You know, do do your thing." And and Hornacek's like, "The only and, thing I know about the triangle is that y'all beat me hey, better than me." <laughs> hey, look, look, and, and then he comes back. He says, "Oh yeah, and by the way, uh, we're running the triangle, so uh, yeah, yeah, get it together." <laughs> so that fails. Because you got Derrick Rose, a dude who's, I mean... He's not going to run anybody's triangle. He's not running anybody's triangle. He doesn't even know how to spell it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, hey, you what said up, it, what, I thought it. What up, what up, CBI? What up? What up? Hey, I'm just messing around. Derrick, my boy. But I'm saying, though, he's not running the triangle. You got KP and you got Melo. Melo, who's also not running the triangle. I don't know what the hell Melo was out there running. It was an isosceles triangle if it was anything. He was doing whatever he wanted to do out there. But then you have one good point, one good bright spot on the team, and Chris stops Porzingis. And you want to trade him because he hurt your old weed-smoking feelings? I got his ass up out of that, too. You got you to go, Phil. You got to go. Take your, P- your peyote, your, your THC, your weed. Get it all up. You got to go. The first part, and, and on top of that, instead of letting Melo walk when everybody said he should have let him walk, he gives him a contract. That blows up. You you fire your first-year coach, hire another coach who's no good. Then you sign Derrick Rose, you sign Joe Kim Noah, and you try to trade KP. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that that was one, like, that was the murderer's row of terrible decisions. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked every last one of them out of the park. And it was like, okay. We need you to hit a home run of bad decision making. Feel he hit, he cleared the bases. He did it every single time. And anybody that thinks Phil Jackson was good at his job, and I'm talking to you, Maurice Sanders, you're out of your goddamn mind. Any any other person that's you know waxing poetic about you know '90s basketball and all these geniuses from then, and you know being able to. Listen to what you know these old timers got to say about basketball and all of that. You're out of your fucking mind. Phil is so stupid that he doesn't realize that every modern NBA offense has incorporated some part of the triangle within it. All of them. <laughs> They've all incorporated the triangle because it's almost impossible to defend it. Everybody runs that same play. You throw the ball into the post. From the elbow, it's a guy in the corner. They crisscross, set a screen, and go to the back. That's the triangle in a nutshell. Uh-huh. That's the triangle. And everybody runs that same play, and he doesn't realize it. He wants everybody to run the triangle 
100%. Faithful triangle to lead to mid-range jump shots so the Warriors can hit threes and blow your goddamn brains out. This has been the According to Sources podcast. I am, I am glad that you guys joined us. Hey, I'm glad you jumped in, BTT, man. I'm glad you I appreciate it. it. Yeah, it was dope, man. It's always fun when when you uh when you join up in, and I'm glad we had you on, Rob. Me because I like when you fight back against LeBron, whack ass. I love when you. I'm I'm here to support my guy, man. I'm a LeBron fan, man. So. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not going, I ain't going to go nearly as hard in the paint as some as of his stands. <laughs> I'm not a LeBron stand by any stretch of the imagination, but I, I'm definitely a fan. I, I, cause I just want to enjoy greatness, man. I'll say I'm a fan of excellence. And when, I just, excellent, I just wanna, and when, when like, Kobe was doing his thing and people like y'all were talking about earlier, when people was going hard at Kobe about whatever, taking too many shots, whatever the case was, I, I just wanted to enjoy Kobe. I just, I don't I don't care. I want to enjoy Kobe. So unless your name is Draymond Green, I would just want to enjoy greatness. I I, I enjoy mm. Draymond. Draymond is awesome. Punch um, the kid in the face. You leave Draymond alone. You leave punch him alone. I just, I just want to I want to let you punch wanna, Jimmy right afterwards. I want to leave a message for Dev. Uh, I just want to let him know. Look, every time I'm having like a, a down day or just a bad week. I just go watch Kobe drop 81. It just makes me feel so much better. <laughs> Where were you at when Kobe dropped 81? I was in college. I, I was at I was at home watching the whole thing. <laughs> I got a text message. Turn on the game. Kobe got 70. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh no. I had that thing on on a on a CD the next day. Burned on the CD watching it. Man, this motherfucker went off. But yeah, man, I'm glad you guys uh you jumped on BTG Rob. I'm glad you uh you got on. But you guys know where to find us according to sources at gmail.com if you have questions. A two sources on Twitter. Um according to sources on Facebook. Uh Rob, you can give out your, your at if you want to. At Rob Tizzle with two Z's eighty eight. BTG you can give out your, your at if you feel like it. At Baylor the Great uh, on all social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There you go. And I, I said it on the last podcast. I'll say it again. Me, BTG Rob, we are in a really, really great uh, thread on Twitter. All we do is argue all day about sports. It's awesome. Uh, Brothers Layman, um, Just Blaze. I think, what is it? Just Blaze 513. Just underscore Blaze 513, I think is it. Yeah. Above the uh, Rim. At the Above the Rim podcast, it's a couple other podcasts that I cannot remember right now because it's getting late and I'm old. But, you know, if you guys go to my mentions or Baylor's mentions or Rob mentions, you'll see that there's a post on there with, I want to say, close to 10,000 responses now. Oh, oh, God, we argue about everything. (laughs) Brothers Layman, Christian, Mr. Underscore High Yellow. Hey, right, hey, right now, right now, sometimes I'll do it just to be petty. I, I, you can go in there and say something like, Kobe Bryant was better than Barry Sanders and watch the whole <laughs> thing. argue. He <laughs> <laughs> just sets a blaze. My man, hey, Ma- hey. man Baylor puts a match to it and runs away. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Dev will come out of nowhere, but look, 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 look. These numbers show that Barry, <laughs> that Barry averaged more, more carries Per per attempt than Kobe did points per shot, <laughs> so just want to throw that out there. But yeah, man, the thread is great. Everybody's on there is great. It's just Blaze underscore five one three at Chet O'Hara, BTG Brothers Layman, B 
Ball Sports, um, uh, ETMF, uh, Christian, uh, at underscore Christian. Uh, it's a whole bunch of really, really dope guys. Go follow them. Go listen to their podcast. Baylor got a podcast that he's on, the Why Not uh, podcast, that I ain't never seen him ever pub, ever. You throw one link out there, and that's just it. So it's a mixtape. It's a mixtape. <laughs> so <laughs> BTG has one. Every like, it's a really, a really dope group of dudes, and we all talk. You may not agree with all of them all of the time, but what you will never get is some bullshit from them. Good dudes, go listen to their podcast, subscribe, rate them on iTunes, Stitcher, and whatever else. So Rob, that's Baylor. I'm Dre. Etmf. No, it is not. This is according to sources. Yeah, we out. We're like you suck. We're like. (laughs) This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.